0: What up, what up, what up, this is your man Dre Day from Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast and I have a public service announcement for all you listeners out there. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground in 2018, I had so many questions. How do I record an episode? Where do I find background music? How do I get my show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other places people like to listen? Also... Where do I find advertisers? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm start to join me in the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor again that's anchor.fm slash start to join oh one thing you can record your episode from your phone or computer so again go to anchor.fm slash start to join and i can't wait to hear your podcast Gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, The Hood's ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 257, episode 257 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I want to thank everybody once again for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. This episode here, Mm -hmm. this is going to be a short one. I promise y'all it's going to be a short one. It's not going to be an hour, so don't worry. Your attention span shouldn't be that bad for this episode. I'm only going to, you know, do my final four recap. Uh, I'm going to do some NBA talk. Not that much, and I'm going to give my expectations about my Yankees this upcoming season because uh, the MLB season starts today, so I just want to do that. So, those are the three things that are on the agenda, so why not get into it? Again, March Madness is over. The final fours are over. The national champions have been crowned. And listen, usually everybody want to do the guys first. But no, not over here. On Sportswear with Dre Day podcast, for as, as long as y'all have known me, I have been an advocate supporter for women's basketball. Sports, period. Mainly basketball because basketball is your boy's passion his main passion which is basketball so it is only right only right that I start speaking on the March Madness Final Four from women's basketball so congratulations are in order to the South Carolina Gamecocks uh Shout out to Coach Dawn Staley, who has done an amazing job with these young women. Uh, This is their second national title. Uh, She won one in 2017 with Asia Wilson. And now she has won her second one with National Player of the Year, Aaliyah Boston, who once again put on a show in the national title game. Um obviously another double double. So she's been racking up double doubles this whole season. She she has set an SEC record for double doubles in games. She has a streak that is still going on right now. She has done an amazing job and not for nothing I picked I picked them to win, you know what I'm saying? I did pick south carolina to win but i did have them going against the stanford cardinals now the lady huskies of connecticut that's my team have always been a fan of the lady huskies so even though my team was in it i don't hedge bets i stick to i stick to what i said i said when i did my bracket that south carolina would win the national championship That would not change even if Connecticut would get to the finals. I had them going to the final four. I did not expect them to beat Stanford, which they did in the regional, well, in the national semifinals. That was a good game, by the way. More so defense more than anything because that was a nip and tuck game more so on defense, you know, than it was on offense. But as far as this game, oh. South Carolina, from the start, went into ass-whooping mode. Uh, they won the game 64-49. This was Gino Auriemma's first loss in the national championship game. Prior to that, he was 11-0 in national title games. Basically, in a nutshell, if he made it to that title game, He was going to win. He was going to win. There wasn't going to be a loss. Connecticut color confetti was going to be coming down, and he was going to be the one carrying the trophy. That didn't happen this year. Now, Connecticut has had a shaky season. Obviously, you know Paige Beckers got hurt during the season. They struck back at the right time when she came back. Of course, they won their Big East Conference. They made this run in the tournament, and obviously they made the national championship game. I expect UConn to be at full strength next year, just like I expect South Carolina to be at full strength next year. I think the only player from South Carolina that will be lost is their point guard, Henderson. I believe that she's a senior, so she will be taking her talents... To the WNBA. And what a way for her to do it. You know her last collegiate game. As much as we talk about Aaliyah Boston. She went out there and kicked ass in that championship game. 26 points. 26 points. She went to work on that UConn defense. So as much as we say it was no answer for Aaliyah Boston. Which it isn't. There's no answer for her, especially on the boards. Henderson went to work. She went to work. So, again, congrats are in order to the South Carolina Gamecocks on winning their second national championship. Congrats to the University of Connecticut for making it to the national championship game. But I want to say this, though. I think it's only fitting that Dawn Staley gets the absolute love and praise that she deserves, okay? She first coached at Temple University, turned them into a winning program, leaves them, joins South Carolina, make STEM to a winning program and she has two national championships to show for it. Now obviously we know the accomplishments that when she played in the WNBA. Six time All-Star. We get all of that. She's a three time Olympic gold medalist. We know that. Two time Naismith Player of the Year when she played. Two time Naismith Coach of the Year. Two time ACC Player of the Year. Two-time Atlantic 10 Coach of the Year. Five-time SEC Coach of the Year. And she's won the SEC Conference six times as a coach. Her resume is unmatched as it comes to players transferring to coaches. It's unmatched. And now she can say... That she is the queen of national championship games. Because yes, Gino is now 11-1 in national title games. Dawn Staley, when she gets there, she doesn't lose either. Because now she's 2-0. So, listen, her resume is unmatched. Um, I don't know how long she will be at South Carolina. Because if she keeps this going... And she somehow turns this program into a dynasty. Because, listen, it's been a lot of dynasty talk surrounding this team. I do believe next year they will be back in the Final Four. Again, like I said, all their players are coming back except Henderson. And with the Leah Boston at the forefront, I could definitely see them once again holding one of those national championships. But... Let's see, let's see, let's see. But congrats again to the South Carolina Gamecocks. Congrats to Leah Boston, who was named most outstanding player. I loved her interview with Holly Rowe um, after the game. And again, I said this when the season started and then when the tournament started. I said the South Carolina Gamecocks, were waiting for this, they were waiting for this moment because of what happened last year and how they lost last year. Aaliyah Boston missed a put back layup, hit the back of the iron, and all people remembered was her crying uncontrollably in defeat. I said she's going to use that for motivation Going into the next season, and that's exactly what she did. So, her tears last season was from hurt. <clears throat> her tears after this game was happy tears, joyful tears, and I love the fact that she, you know, paid respect and basically said that she loves Candace Parker. So I love the exchange that they had. After the game, y'all know how much I love Candice, so y'all know I'm okay with that. But, yes, congratulations once again to the Lady Gamecocks of South Carolina. Congrats once again to the Queen, Dawn Staley. Yes, give it up for the ladies. Now let's get to the men's side. Congrats are in order to the Kansas Jayhawks and a nail biter, which I mean, it shouldn't have really been a nail biter because teams that usually have 12 plus leads in the national title game actually goes on to win that game. North Carolina, unfortunately, broke that streak. They had a nice little lead. They had a nice, comfortable lead going into halftime, 40-25. to 25. I don't know what was said in that Kansas locker room, but they came out and dropped 47 points in the second half. I don't know what Bill Self said to them, but it lit a fire under their ass, and they went to work. Congrats are in order to the Kansas Jayhawks for defeating the North Carolina Tar Heels 72-69 to win mm-hmm. the national championship. <clears throat> now, I believe that the Kansas Jayhawks I mean, me personally, I really didn't have them winning. I actually had them in the Final Four, so y'all could at least cut me some slack here. I did I did pick them to go to the Final Four. In fact, they was the only team in my bracket from the Final Four that actually made it. So you got to cut me some slack here. But uh, like I said, Kansas could have just rolled over and died in that first half, but they didn't. You know what I'm saying? North Carolina, they did the best they can do. Uh, Bangkok did the best he can do on that ankle injury, 15 and 15. Didn't really shoot good from the field, but he still did his thing nonetheless. Brady, Brady Manick, who I think will be probably a second-round pick in this year's draft, he had a double-double. R.J. Davis did his thing. Caleb Love, I'm not going to say he did his thing because shooting five for 24, one for eight from the three-point line is not going to cut it, especially after the performances that he's had prior to this game. He picked the wrong game to not really show up the way, he, the way we're accustomed to seeing him. The Kansas squad, they did their thing. The Kansas, the, the, the Kansas squad, they did their thing. Wilson did his thing. McCormick did his thing. Who I think should have won most outstanding player. But they gave most outstanding player to... They, I know I'm going to... I know I'm going to muffle this guy's name. I know I'm going to... shy. I'm going to just say his first name. They gave it to him. Me personally... I think they should have gave it to David McCormack. I think who should I think that's who should have got it. But that's neither here nor there. But uh, again, congrats to the Kansas Jayhawks on winning another national championship. Congrats to the North Carolina Tar Heels for making the national championship because I mean not for nothing. I didn't have them making the Final Four. But for them to make it and for them to beat their arch nemesis, which is Duke, and ending Coach K's coaching career, got to give them props for that. Got to give them props for that. And me personally, after them winning that game, I thought they would beat Kansas. I thought they would ride high off of that and then go into that championship game winning it. And they was close to doing it. They was close to doing it, but... Bad execution in that second half. Bad execution. Um, I mean, listen, in a nutshell, there's just certain things that will cost your team to lose games. Turnovers will do that. Turnovers will definitely do that. Shooting poorly from the field will do that. They only shot close to 32% from the field. Chances are, if you're shooting like that, you're going to lose. But I think this is an eye-opener for the Tar Heels. Salute to um, Hubert Davis, because in his first year as the Tar Heel coach, being a successor to Roy Williams, he led his team to the National Championship game. So, listen, with Carolina getting this far, best believe... They're going to be one of the top schools as far as recruiting goes. Trust and believe that. So even though they lost this game, and I I, I know it hurts. Trust me, I know it hurts. I think the last, if I'm not mistaken, I think the last three times Carolina has been in a national championship game, they've lost two and they've won one. We all remember that heartbreaker at the buzzer against Villanova. I think they beat Gonzaga in between there as well. And then now this loss. So Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. It definitely sucks when a game is so great that only one team has to win. One team has to win, one team has to lose. Unfortunately that's just the way you know that that that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And in this case, the Kansas Jayhawks wind up being the victor. They made, their they made their halftime adjustments. And now, again, they are crowned the new NCAA national champion. So, congrats to the Kansas Jayhawks. And then, once again, congrats to the South Carolina Lady Gamecocks for women's basketball. Now, let's get into... Some NBA talk. We are just a week away, to my knowledge, to the start of the NBA playoffs slash play-in. We already know one notable team that has been eliminated from playoff contention, and that would be the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, I know a lot of people this season When the season first started, in fact, before the season even started, I'm going to throw myself in there because I believed with the addition of Westbrook, which I don't think they needed, but that's neither here nor there. I was never a proponent of him joining the Lakers, but the fact that he joined them with LeBron, with AD, I said, this will be enough to get them to the finals. We all thought it would be Brooklyn, Lakers, Nets, LA. That's what we all thought. Now, y'all can sit there and try to be naive about it if you want, but no, I'm quite sure the vast majority of people thought it would be Lakers, Nets, and the Finals. Obviously, that's not going to be the case now. Today is Thursday. I believe on Tuesday... After their loss to the Phoenix Suns, they were officially eliminated from playoff contention. Now, we know how this is going to end with the Lakers when the season is over. Frank Vogel is going to lose his job. Hook or crook, whether he deserves it or not, he is going to lose his job. Okay? I believe Westbrook will have to suffer. An- I- I- I'm, listen. Listen. Laker fans will have to suffer with another year at Westbrook because his contract is too crazy and ain't no team going to pick that up. Anthony Davis, I truly believe that the Lakers need to part ways with him because he's too injury prone. He's too injury prone. It's a lot of blame to go around with this Lakers disappointment. And I'm gonna put the head of that blame to LeBron because this is the team that he orchestrated. This was the team that you asked for. You could have had DeRozan. You could have had Bobby Hill. Buddy Hill, pardon self. You could have somehow re signed Caruso and KCP. But you didn't want that. You wanted Westbrook. So when you traded for Westbrook, You traded for KCP. Alex Caruso said, you know what? Y'all not going to pay me. Okay, the Bulls want to pay me. So I'm going to go over there then. Buddy Hill, you could have traded Westbrook's ass to Sacramento and get Buddy Hill. DeRozan is an L.A. boy. Grew up a Laker fan. He wanted to come to L.A. But no, LeBron wants to try to be this GM that that he think he is. Get Westbrook, and look what happens. Now, I'm not going to sit here and put all the blame on Westbrook for the Lakers' debacle. Because injuries played a role. Obviously, I just spoke about Anthony Davis. LeBron was out for for a good stint stint of time. The Lakers don't play no defense. We got to factor that in. Because, like I said, two of the key players that I... I'm not going to say key players, but two of the players that they lost were their defenders, Alex Caruso and KCP. They were their defenders and you lost them. Well, you didn't lose them. You let them leave. How about that one? Now, this is the thing that makes this interesting now. Because these last few games, LeBron has set out because of I believe, this ankle injury that he has. Right now, LeBron, I believe, is trailing Joel Embiid by four-tenths of a point for the scoring title. But see, my whole thing is this. LeBron, since the season is over, there's no need for you to get back on the court. There's no need. So you could just kiss that scoring title goodbye. Because if you was the comeback, that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows to why you didn't play these recent past games. When you could have somehow saved the Lakers season, but you chose to set out. But now all of a sudden, you can play in these games. No, it don't work that way. I think that the Lakers season, being that it is fully... Over. LeBron should just sit out for the rest of the season. That's it. You got three games left of the season. Tonight against the Warriors. Then you got OKC. And then you end the season on the 10th against the Nuggets. All three of those games, LeBron should sit out. Because guess what? You didn't play them against the Suns. You didn't play them against the Lakers. I mean, you didn't play them against the you didn't play against the Nuggets. So that's two games that you set out where you could have somehow saved your team from being eliminated. You could have saved your team and tried to make the play in. But now that you're eliminated, that put the Pelicans in the play in, and that put the Spurs in the play in, surprisingly so. So LeBron should just sit out the rest of the season. Because if I'm a Laker fan, and with these last three games, I see LeBron out there, if I'm a Laker fan, I'm not going to like that. Because now, these last three games, or maybe these last two games, oh, now you want to play. But what happened to the two games against Phoenix, and what happened to the game against Denver? Why didn't you play those games? I'm just saying. But, uh, listen, I know how Lakers fans feel about LeBron. And this is his fourth season with the team. His first season, they didn't make the playoffs. Yes, he got hurt. I remember he got hurt on Christmas against the Warriors. Groin injury. When he got hurt, the Lakers' season went down the tube after that. So, on that one, I'm going to kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Next season, pandemic happens. Lakers win the championship in the bubble. Last year, injuries again. To him, AD. Get bumped in the first round. To Phoenix. And now this year they don't make the playoffs. So in four years that he's been there, two years they don't make the playoffs, one year they're bumped in the first round, and then one year he makes the championship. If I had to grade his tenure with the Lakers these four years, I'd give that shit a C minus. C minus. Not good. Not good. But not for nothing, I'm not gonna sit here and make it seem like I feel bad for him because I don't. Because me being the joint and standard that I am, this just makes me feel even greater, because we could f- fully now put to rest this goat talk. I mean, he was never the goat to me anyway. Everybody you know, wants to have him at number two. Some people want to <laughs> have him at number one. Nah, 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 nah. Not over here. Not over here. Not over here. You know what I'm saying? He's a great player. Take nothing away from him. Great player. Mount Rushmore type player. But he ain't no Michael Jordan, man. He ain't no Michael Jordan, man. Now, Michael Jordan wasn't the best at scalping talent neither. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, this doesn't destroy his legacy because his legacy is already set. I hate when people try to sit up there and say, oh, this just destroyed his legacy. Like, everything he don't work for goes to shit. No, 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 no. Does it put a stain on it? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But it is what it is. Jordan, Jordan didn't go to the playoffs. His two years with the Wizards. Kobe's missed the playoffs a few times. Shaq's missed the playoffs a few times. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our great players have missed the postseason once or twice in their career. Unless you're burning magic. Unless you're burning magic. But, uh, listen, like I said, the play is about to start soon. And I can't wait. I can't wait for the playoffs to start. Because now we're going to really find out what these teams are made of. It's crystal clear that in the East, it's going to be Cleveland, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Charlotte. Those are going to be the four teams in the Eastern Conference in the play-in. It's just a matter of who's going to play who. Because... I believe with three games left, those standings can change. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Now for the West, the plan is definitely the Clippers, Pelicans, and Spurs. I think the only two seeds... That can change. is either 9 or 10. You know what I'm saying? That's the way the play it works. I believe 7 plays 8. And then 9 plays 10. It's going to be dope. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I'm not even going to hold you. I am so looking forward to this plan. The MVP race is getting real live. One minute is Giannis. One minute is Embiid. One minute is Joker. For the longest, I said Joel Embiid. But I think with the arrival of James Harden, and the way that Philly has been playing since Harden has been there, I think that kind of hurt Embiid's chances of winning MVP. That's just my opinion. I think right now, it is a toss-up between Giannis and Nikola Jok- Jokic. I think right now, it's a two-man race between them. I've I said Embiid for quite some time, but it's like I said, with the addition of James Harden... And the way Philly has been playing these last few games. I don't know. It might have hurt his chances. I don't know. Don't know. But uh, like I said, man. It's going to get interesting. It is definitely going to get interesting. Now, before I go. I done touched on college basketball. I've touched on the NBA. It is time that I speak on MLB. Not going to speak on it that much, but I am going to give my opinion of what I expect from my Yankees this season. I was on my man AK's podcast earlier this week, Kendrick Sports Talk. Go check him out. And we did our predictions for the season as far as who we think is going to win the division and stuff like that. We did not say who we thought was going to win the World Series, but I will do that on my pod. But what I did say was... I said that I do not expect my Yankees to make the playoffs this season. I'm going to say it again. I do not expect my Yankees to make the playoffs this season. I believe we'll have a winning record. But when the playoffs start, I don't believe that we'll be there. I just don't. We made no big moves in the offseason. But I am glad Sanchez is gone. I'm, gla- I'm not happy that Gio or Sela is gone because <laughs> Gio was my man. <clears throat> I believe that we have to sign Aaron Judge before this season is over. We have to give him an extension before this season is over. We cannot let him test the free agent market because if we do, we will lose him. Garrett Cole has a lot to prove this season. Close to $300 300 300 million for nine years. I think it was nine years. I forgot the exact contract, but listen, with all that money you making and you being our ace, you got a lot of making up to do. With your performance last year in the playoffs against the Red Sox and that one wild card game. Where you couldn't even make it out the third inning. So you got a lot of making up to do. Luis Salvarino is coming back from an injury. I hope he can stay injury free. Stan, Hopefully you can stay. Listen. Injuries happen in baseball. Let's just call it what it is. And when you are prone to injury, you're going to get injured. It's just a matter of how long you're going to be gone. Stanton, I'm sure, will get hurt. Judge, I'm sure, will get hurt. I just hope it's not severe. You know what I'm saying? So, we were supposed to start the season today. But due to this weather, was ranked out. Which I'm not too thrilled for because... I probably would have went to the game. Opening day, it's my day off. I probably would have went to the stadium to check out the Yanks, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, man, with this season, I really don't have high hopes for my Yanks this year. Now, maybe they could prove me wrong because I said the same shit in 2017. I had no expectations for us. And what did we do? we make the ALCS... We lose to the Astros in game seven. Obviously the year that they cheated, but that's neither here nor there. So with me not having expectations for them, who knows? Maybe they hear this and say, you know what? Dre just lit a fire under our ass. Let's prove him wrong. We shall see though. We shall see. I can't listen, I can't I can't wait to see what happens this season. Um I'm gonna support my Yankees regardless. Let's just get that out the way. I'm going to always support my boys. I'm riding with my Yankees until the ship sinks. But I just don't see us making the playoffs. I don't. Now, as far as where, where are we in the division, I also said this on my man AK's podcast. I said Tampa will win our division. And I think we'll be either third or fourth in the division. Now, obviously, we're fourth. We're definitely not making the division, making the playoffs. If we can squeeze the third, then maybe we can. Because I do believe that three teams with this new playoff format where it's like the NFL minus the seventeen is six teams. With the old format. I do believe that three teams. In the American League East. Which is the best. And competitive division in baseball. I do believe that three teams. In that division. Will make the playoffs. Can we squeeze one of those teams? Can we be one of those teams? Again like I said. I don't see it. But. If they make it happen. By all means. Let's go. Let's get it. Now. That's my expectation for my Yankees. Now let me give my prediction for the World Series. I believe that the Los Angeles Dodgers will be in the World Series. Now, who they go against. If you've been following my podcast for years, I've always said Yankees, Dodgers. Yankees, Dodgers. Hell, since 2009, I've been saying Yankees, Dodgers. Reason being was because Joe Torre used to be the manager of the Dodgers, and I would have loved to see him go against his old team in the World Series. Another reason why I was saying Yankees, Dodgers is because for, for the audience out there that's listening, where are the Dodgers originally from? That's another reason why I wanted to see a Yankee Dodger World Series. That will not be my prediction this year. Because, like I said, I don't have my Yankees making the playoffs. So, since I don't have them making the playoffs, there's no way they could make the World Series. The Dodgers, I see, making it there. They didn't lose nobody, but they damn sure gained somebody, which is Freddie Freeman. You know, Freddie Freeman from the reigning defending Braves. He got his championship and said, you know what, I'm going to L.A. now. Yes, that team. I believe that the Dodgers will be in the World Series. And I believe that they will dance with I believe that they will dance with the Toronto Blue Jays. I believe the Toronto Blue Jays will make the World Series. That team is young. That team is hungry. Vlad Guerrero Jr. is no joke. George Springer, who used to play for the Cheating Astros, is no joke. Yeah. I say the Blue Jays and the Dodgers and the World Series this season. Now don't don't bet on this now. Cause if you lose, you can't blame me. This is just my prediction. You feel me? But uh yeah, there you have it. That's my prediction for this baseball season. I have the Dodgers and the Blue Jays in the World Series, and obviously I have to pick who I think is going to win, and I'm going to go with the L.A. Dodgers. I think the L.A. Dodgers will walk out World Series champions. I know y'all all shocked that I said my Yankees ain't going to go to the playoffs. I know y'all are. But I have to be true. I have to keep it funky. Can't sugarcoat. I don't do that over here. But like I said, I'm going to wrap my team to the ship sinks regardless. You know what I'm saying? But uh, there you have it. There you have it. Dope episode. I told you all I wasn't going to be on here for this long. A little over 41 minutes. So we're going to wrap this up right now. It's a wrap for this episode. Again, I want to thank everybody for their support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Y'all can find me on all... Streaming platforms, except title, as it pertains to podcasts, you know, platforms. Um, Y'all can find me on my social media pages, on Facebook, Dre Day, my podcast page. You can like Dre Day 1985. Well, you can like Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Um, Instagram, Dre Day 1985, Sports with Dre Day podcast. The link is in both bios. On Twitter, Dre Day 1985. The link is in the bio. So once again, everybody out there, thank y'all for y'all support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. And in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sports with Dre Day podcast. Episode 257 is over. To everyone out there, stay safe. Be safe. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed In the financial sector, Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at WillSpady, at gmail.com that's w-i-l-l-s-p-a-d-y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384